I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. This is Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden praising God for this another day and thanking you for tuning in once again to the voice of the preacher. We just praise God because God's good all the time and all the time God is good. And he brought us full circle this morning. Yes, he did. It's another first uh, day of the week. Glory to God. And we've got a reasonable portion of health and strength. What can we do but say thank you, Jesus? Whether we realize it or not, we didn't get up under our own power this morning. He woke us up and he raised us up. And for that, I'm truly thankful. Glory to God. So let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. Lord, I thank and I praise you because you're mighty, you're wonderful, and you're worthy to be praised. I thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for shedding your blood for our sins. For without the shedding of blood, there will be no remission. But I thank you, Lord, for taking our sins upon yourself. You didn't have to do it, but you did and died on the cross, amen, to give us the victory over death, hell, and the grave. And this morning, we're so mindful of that very fact, and we want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for everything that you are yet doing. And we thank you, Lord, even we praising you in advance for what you're going to do. Glory to God on behalf of your people. Father God, as the listeners are tuned in this morning, I ask you, Lord, to visit every home and to meet each one in the center of their need. If they need healing, God, then I know you to be a healer. So I ask that you heal them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. If someone, amen, needs encouraging this morning, let them find that encouragement, Father God, in you, in your word, glory to God, in songs that uh, exalt your name and lift you up and give you glory, Father. I pray, Father, if someone is uh, grieved and, and they have a burden of grief in their heart from the loss of loved ones, and I know, Lord, that that's a lot going on these days, but you can comfort as none other can. You can strengthen in that place of grief and in that place of loss. So, Father, we can't do it. We say the same words over and over again, but we lift them up to you this morning. And I know that you can heal the whole body and touch them, Father God. Touch the hurt and heart and their mind. Wrap them in your arms, Father God, and comfort them. It's only you can during their time of bereavement. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will continue to touch, continue to bless, continue to heal Paul and Diane Tinkle and their loved ones. Continue, Father God, to bless their home. Bless them as they continue to encourage and lift up your name and to encourage others along the way, Father God. Regardless as to what they may be going through in their personal life, God. They yet encourage others. And I just ask this morning that you will bless them, Father God, that you will bless them from the top to the bottom all the way around in Jesus' name. Asking you to bless those that work uh, in social media. Uh, bless Charles and his family, Lord, and, and Navita and her family, Lord, and Maggie and her family and everyone that work here uh, at the radio station, Father God, and all this in social media that's helping to get your word out over the airways. I pray a mighty blessing on them on today, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray, Father, for those that have not yet given their hearts to you. I pray that they'll have a change of heart and a change of mind, confess their sins, 
and give their heart to you before it's too late. I pray that those that backslidden and have left their first love, that they'll turn around and they'll come back to you, Father God, and rededicate their lives to you, Lord. We realize time is indeed running out in this place, Lord. And it's our aim and goal. We want to be ready. We want to be ready when you come. I know everybody is not going to be saved, Father. But we pray to be ready. I pray we all be ready. But I know that there's going to be plenty that won't make it simply because their hearts are hard. And they have a spirit of stubbornness and they won't turn. They won't receive Jesus. That's between you and them, Lord. But my prayer is that they, your word would touch somebody's heart and mind on today and let them know that you are yet the way, the truth, and the life. And anyone that's going to come to you, they got to come through Jesus Christ, amen, and his work of redemption and salvation. And Father God, when we've done all that we can do in this place, I pray that you'll give us a home, Lord. We'll see your face in joy and peace and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. That's our prayer on this morning as we forever continue to give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus name. Amen and amen. I thank you for praying that prayer with me. Amen on this morning. Thank you for <clears throat> excuse me coming into agreement by saying amen. Trusted that every word of God is true and surely we give him all the praise and we give him all the glory. I'm just a tad bit congested this morning. Y'all probably through the years y'all probably pretty much used to that. <clears throat> From 2005 until this present moment, I thank God for you being faithful to this broadcast. And I thank God for your giving, for your donations. I thank you for them on today. Glory to God. You can still yet mail your donations to support this ministry to uh, Post Box 5000, uh, Union City, Tennessee, in current voice of the preacher. Glory to God. Or 1211 South Miles Avenue, Union City, Tennessee. And may God pour back into you and give you a hundredfold blessing in return. In the name of Jesus, I ask it. And I thank you once again for your support, for your listening support, and for your monetary offerings. God bless you. God keep you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. All right, I'm going to look uh, at the word this morning. And I want you to jot down these scriptures, Psalms 139 and 24, well, 23 and 24. Uh, Psalms 26 and 2 and Luke 18 10 through 14 okay all right it may be Psalms 26 and 12 also I don't know in anywhere else that the Lord you know once you get started uh, the Holy Spirit will drop certain scriptures in your mind but we want to look right now at Psalms uh, let's read Psalms 26 and 2 which says examine me O Lord and prove me try my mind and heart Okay, try my mind and heart. And we're going to use for our text this morning, search me, Lord. Okay, search me, Lord. As we read again, Psalms 26 and 2, David mm. said, examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and heart. And then again in Psalms uh, 139, 23 and 24, uh, he says in verse 20, Psalms 139, 23 and 24, he says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting and lead me in the way everlasting. Glory to God. And just in case, Psalms 26 and 12 says, my foot stands in an even place in the congregation. I will bless the Lord. So it's so good. Amen. To 
know that your feet are standing in the right place and one isn't higher than the other, but you're standing in an evil, uh, in an even place, not an evil place, but in an even place, glorifying and magnifying the Lord. Glory to God, not one foot over here and one foot over there, but feet side by side standing, amen, your ground in the Lord, glory to God. Uh, as we look at Psalms 26 and 2, we see where David said, examine me. And actually, in these Psalms, it's, that's exactly what he's talking about in Psalms 139, 23. He says, search me. He said, search me and see if there's any wicked way in me. Somebody need to say this morning. Go on, say it with me. Glory to God. Search me, Lord. Search me, Lord. Glory to God. So the request uh where David is saying to prove him and to try and to test him is mainly talking about the inward working of a person, their mind and their heart. Why? Because if your heart ain't right, you ain't right. If your heart ain't right, you ain't right. If your heart isn't right, you aren't right. Either way, a right heart makes a right person. A wrong heart will make a wrong person. All right, glory to God. And if your mind is wrong, you're wrong, glory to God. So we want to say search me lord on today and we want to say it with all our heart glory to god because we realize that it's a hard thing with the lord and this word examine well when we're talking about search the bible dictionary says search means to look over or through for the purpose of finding something and david is saying search me lord examine me look over me to make sure that i'm in right standing with you glory to god and if anything found that is not right then David wanted the Lord to remove it. And that should be our main goal, our aim on today, glory to God. Uh, when he said, uh, examine him in Psalms 26 and 2, it means judge, search, investigate, inspect carefully with a view to discover truth or the real state of a thing. So David was telling him, Lord, uh, search me, examine me. Make sure, glory to God, that I'm true inside and that I'm true outside. He said, try my reins. And the reins are the seat of desire and affection. Okay, it's the reins and the heart that's mentioned in the Bible. And that actually means the whole state of moral being within a man or a woman. It means your moral character, your moral, your moral upkeep. How moral are you? On today, glory to God, for God searches our heart and God will search our mind. And he's looking for men and women of integrity. Glory to God. Somebody say, search me, Lord. In this uh, verses, David is asking God to search his character, to search his morals, to search his motives. He's crying out to the Lord to do an appraisal on both him and his actions. He want God to look at his attitudes. He want to make sure that he's doing the right thing and that he's doing it from the right place. How many of you know that the right you can do the right thing for the wrong reason? David asked God to be his examiner. Glory to God. We sing a song, glory to God, in church, and it says, Search me, Lord. Shine the light from heaven on my soul. And if you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out and strengthen me. Why? Because I want to be right. I want to be safe. And I want to be whole. Do you want to be whole this morning? Do you want to be right this morning? Do you want to be saved this morning? I know I do. And the only way I can do that is that I stand before God. Amen. Totally naked. No put on nothing. Just come before him. Glory to God. And, and, and ask him as David asked him. Lord, here I am. I ask you to search me. Glory to God. To search me. 
Examine me, Lord, and inside and out. And if you find anything in me that shouldn't be, take it out, God. Take it out because I want to be right in your eyes. I want to be right when you look at me. I mean, I'm not dressing up or fixing up the outside to please man because that's as far as they can see. But I want the inside to match the outside, Father God. So if I'm not right, if there's anything in me, any wicked way in my heart, any wicked way in my thoughts, in my mouth, anywhere in me, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak glory to God. So you can say, amen, the wrong thing, and it simply will reveal what's in your heart, not what's in someone else's, but what's in your heart. You know, a lot of people have the attitude of the spirit uh, of the Pharisees in Jesus' day. They're so critical of other people and the only way they can look good uh, to themselves is to hold up their good before others while they're with one hand pointing out the bad things that they see in others. But David put himself before God and he asked God to try him. He asked God to test his heart, to test his mind because in the Bible, the heart and the, and the mind deal with the emotions, okay? The heart deals with the emotions while the mind is associated with your inner self, with the way you think on the inside, because no one knows your thoughts until you verbalize them. So once you put your thoughts into action in people, that gives them a good glimpse of what's going on inside of you. Wouldn't it be wonderful if all of us would just say on today, search me, Lord, glory to God. You know, I have a deacon in uh, at the church in Dyersburg, glory to God, where we have service every Sunday there, 5 p.m., uh, you're welcome to join us there at Dyersburg, amen, on 51, and we thank God, amen, for you. But Deacon John Thomas, I don't want to get off my train, off the thought here, but uh, Deacon John Thomas, he sings a song at church quite often, and he says, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. He says, it's not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Why? Because it's through prayer that God revealed what's really in your mind. It's through prayer that prayer that God revealed what's really in your heart. It's while we are in prayer that God will allow us to see everything that we're not, no matter how great we may think we are. If you are a man or a woman of prayer, sooner or later, you're going to have a reckoning with yourself while you're on your knees or while you're sitting in your favorite chair praying or while, while you're maybe laying on your bed. As long as you're praying, you're in the place that God wants you to be and God won't just show you things, amen, concerning you. He'll give you the opportunity to correct those things and to give those things to him. Glory to God. There are so many uh, self-righteous people in the world today. People want to throw other people under the bus and uh they rather than getting themselves under God's spotlight on today. And you know, I know we can't see the Lord's face in peace if that's our attitude. I mean, you can have a prayer life, but you can still, amen, be a nitpicker. You can have a prayer life and still be a fault finder. Mm -mm -mm, my God, search me, Lord. And if you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out and strengthen me. Take it out. God, David said, take it out. Lead me in the way everlasting. Glory to God. Don't we want to walk in the way everlasting? The everlasting way is the way Jesus would have us to walk. Look at uh, Luke 10, uh, Luke 18, Luke chapter 18, verses 10 through 14. Glory to God. <clears throat> Jesus is yet teaching his disciples about prayer. Glory to God. And he Put a parable before them, glory to God. And he was saying how two men uh, went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee. One 
was a sinner or a publican or a tax collector. Different Bibles say different things for who the other was. But one felt like he was in uh, good standings, amen, with God. He was looking at everything that he could do. They went up to pray. And you notice that prayer is a place, amen, that will lift you up. It'll lift you up to where you belong in the Lord if you let it. Tell somebody you got to let it, though. You tell them you got to let it. I pray all the time. Well, you need to let prayer have its perfect work in you and in your heart. You've got to let it. Prayer will truly lift you up. And you can pray all day. You can pray all night. You can pray 24-7. But unless you let prayer have its perfect work in you, you're praying in vain. Your prayer is useless. You're praying in vain, glory to God. If prayer prays to fix everybody else and you never allow God to fix you after he show you in prayer where the areas of your shortcoming is before him. Come on, let's be honest today, my God. I want everybody to make heaven, but I don't want them to make heaven and I go to hell, glory to God. I, I, heaven forbid that that happen, praise God. So that's why David kept a checklist on himself. That's why David, a man after God's own heart, not after what God could give him, but David was after the heart of God, not the hand of God. He wanted the heart of God, glory to God. And I want the heart of God on today. Don't you want the heart of God on today, amen? If you seek him, seek him, glory to God. He said, you'll find him, glory to God. He'll be found of you. Now, as you look at Luke, 18 10 through 14 you notice that jesus used these two men to point out several spiritual truths about praying one prayer doesn't have to be long to be accepted by god the publican's prayer was brief yet from his heart and from a position of humility he prayed so god be merciful to me god be merciful to me it says and, and the two men they in the same place at the same time they're in the same position both are standing but look at the difference in their prayers. Glory to God. The publican, the sinner didn't even, he, the word says he stood afar off. He didn't want to run right up to the altar. You know, we got folk, they, they cut a beeline to the altar. Glory to God and get there quick. But what is their position before God? You know, God, amen, is looking at the heart. And these two men, amen, as they're standing there in that place, amen, of prayer. Two people totally different, two different attitudes before God. One not even feeling worthy to so much as lift his eyes up to heaven. You know how we do when we pray, people of God. We'll pray, amen, with our head down. And then every now and then we'll pray and we'll gaze up into the sky. We'll look up at the ceiling as in directing our prayer to God. But this man came, amen, in the posture and with a form, glory to God, of humility, glory to God. And he beat his, smote his breast. He didn't even feel worthy to lift his eyes to God, but he asked God to have mercy, amen, on him. He asked God, amen, to, 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 to do for him what only God could do. While in contrast, the Pharisee was proud. He was boastful. He was self-righteous. He spoke of himself. Even in this prayer that he was praying, he spoke of himself five times. His whole prayer was about telling God how good he was and how outwardly righteous he was. Come on, somebody say it with me. Search me, Lord. Glory to God. He didn't ask for anything. And guess what? He didn't get anything either. He didn't get anything. He stood before God boasting of his great works outwardly, his great religious works. Glory to God. He couldn't see himself. And he just barely, amen, just barely, I'm saying just barely, amen, could see God. If he could see God, amen, making his prayer to him and telling him how he fast, telling him how he prayed. But 
you know, the most uh, despairing thing about this, the most revealing thing about this uh, Pharisee here is the way he looked, amen, at his fellow man. The way he looked at his fellow man. I tell you, we got folk, amen, they, they nitpick, they fault find other Christians, their other brothers and sisters in Christ, they find themselves, they use themselves as the mirror that the other folk need to look at, amen, to be right with God. To be right with God, come on, somebody say, search me, Lord. I don't want uh, self-righteous or pharisaical spirit. And y'all know that spirit is alive and well. And that's the very spirit in man that sent Jesus, that hung Jesus on the cross, that caused Jesus to be crucified. It wasn't the Roman soldiers that they did the work, but it wasn't them. They could care less. Most, most of them weren't even saved. Glory to God. They didn't know Jesus. They didn't have the prophecies handed down to them. But the scribes and the Pharisees, the law keepers, and they did, the religious leaders did. And they're the ones, amen, that plotted, amen, for Jesus, amen, to die simply because he was right and they were wrong. Glory to God. They looked and pointed fingers at the things that his disciples did, amen, judging them. I'm telling you, if you got a self-righteous, judgmental spirit this morning, if you always seeing what's wrong with somebody else, glory to God, uh, in comparison to yourself and to what you do, it's time to search yourself. It's time to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Search me, Lord. Glory to God. I want to make sure that I'm right. Glory to God. And I tell you what, and the best place to begin right is, is in humility, to be humble. Amen. Second uh, Chronicles 7 and 14. The first thing that God said to Solomon, it was not if my people who are called by my name will pray. He said the first thing was to humble themselves. Humble themselves. And you realize, glory to God, pride go before destruction. Amen. A Holy Spirit, a high mind, a go before a fall. So ask God, amen, to give you a spirit of humility on today. Lord, search me. If that spirit of pride, if that Leviathan spirit is working in me, I repent of it right now. I cast that out. I don't want anything to do with it, Father God. Have mercy. Have mercy on me. Search me, Lord. Anything that's in me, anything that's in my heart, spirit, mind, soul, body, anything. God that's displeasing to you I surrender it to you I give it to you God I give it to you I lift my hands to you and do know what Jesus said Jesus said that the that the publican the sinner went away from the house of God so he went they went up to go to the house of God now they're leaving the house of God and now they're he's going down to his house and God said he left more justified than the one amen than the Pharisee that stood praying in himself and telling God how good he was and how great he was. So what? You had a life of fasting. So what? You have a life of prayer. Glory to God. But you are not letting it do in you what prayer will do in you. Prayer will show you yourself. Prayer will get you right while you're trying to get everybody else right. Prayer will change you. That's the purpose of prayer. Glory to God. When we go before God, it's not my brother. It's not my sister. But it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Search me, Lord, I stand before you naked, glory to God, Father God. And nothing is hidden from him anyway. He sees, glory to God. He sees the good. He sees the bad. He sees the ugly, glory to God. But one thing you've got to do, glory to God, you've got to let him. You've got to let him, glory to God, make you whole. Tell somebody you got to let him. If you are not right in your own way, if you're not right in thinking in your own way and you know you aren't right, or God revealed to you through prayer some things that are in you that's not right, then if you'll give them to him, he'll take them. If you'll surrender those things to the Lord, he'll take them. Glory to God. Tell somebody, but you got to let him. 
You can't stand before God, amen, with your hands closed, holding on, amen, to things that are not pleased to him, especially, especially when you're in a place of prayer. Glory to God. Prayer, first of all, is about you. It's about your confession. Glory to God. It's about you it's being in right standing with God so you can pray for others. He didn't tell you to fall. He said, if you see your brother or sister in a fault, you who are spiritual, you correct them, you go to them. But these days, I'm telling you, it's self-righteous people in the church. They don't correct them. They point out their faults. Glory to God. And their faults are mostly the way they see them and aren't even the way God see them. See, God knows only, only God can judge somebody's position. Amen. In him, especially glory to God, especially praise God when they're standing before him in prayer. The word of God says, Jesus said that that publican went down to his house justified. He was justified before God. Amen. Justification, what is that? It's the act by which God, by which God uses a willing person, makes a willing person, and he takes him from the state of sin to the state of grace. He takes a willing person, my God, from a state of sin to a state of righteousness. Come on, somebody. Say, search me, Lord. Search me, Lord. That's what justification is. Only God can do it. And Jesus said the man that stood before him, realizing what a wretch he was, realizing that he was a sinner, smoting his breast in sorrow, his eyes cast down to the ground, cast down, not even looking up. That man left his presence. That man left the house of God justified, justified, glory to God, from a state of sin to a state of righteousness. Come on, somebody, search me, Lord. Search me, Lord. Search me. And anything that you're finding me on today that is not pleasing to you, Father, I surrender all. I give it to you, and I ask you to take it. Take it, Lord. I want to be right. I want to be whole. And I realize in order to do that, I, yes, I have to have a life of prayer, but I also have to allow prayer to have its perfect work in me. Let's do that on today, church. Let's do that on today as we lift our hearts, as we lift our hands, as we lift our voices to the Lord, as we enter into our prayer closet, glory to God. Let's always enter with a, a humility. Let's enter in humility, glory to God. And in order to do that, a lot of things have to be broken off your life. But guess what? That's the point. That's the point, glory to God. And as we enter into that place, glory to God, let's not hold anything back. But let's give everything to the Lord that is not pleasing to him. And if, if you don't know it and he bring it to your mind in prayer, you're in a good place to repent. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Search me, Lord. Now, that's the word of God for the people of God on today. I'm Apostle Barbara Bolden saying, God bless you. God keep you. And thank you for tuning in to the voice of the preacher. God loves you. And I love you too. And the church said, Amen.